Welcome to Let's Talk Shop, the podcast where creativity meets industry knowledge. Whether you're a design student, a seasoned engineer, or a budding artist, this show helps you unlock your design potential and explores the elements that shape the world of design. Brought to you by Chitkara Design School, Chandigarh. This is Let's Talk Shop, where creativity thrives and design takes center stage. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another exciting episode of our very own podcast Let's Talk Shop where we get to have a special one-on-one interaction with the creme de la creme of the industry. I am Shreya Mahajan and I will be your host for this episode. Today we are in conversation with Vivek Shane, the founding and creative director of The Design Ship, a design and artistic development consulting firm specializing in experiential spatial design. Thank you sir for taking our time for us and having a conversation. You're welcome, it's my pleasure. So for the first question I would like to ask you is like we all are having our juries right now in the university and definitely I have been through that one jury and I know what feedback matters to us and I really want to know how to take feedback in a positive way and you know taking it personal. <laughs> I think feedbacks to start with it's very important to understand what feedbacks are they're always positive they're always meant to be constructive if any of your judos are mentioning something, they don't, the intention that they hold is not to put you down, right? Yes. The intention is always to lift you up. So it's always constructive. If that point is understood, then you are not taking it personally because you are always looking at the fact that if they are saying something to you, it's always for your growth. It's always for you to climb up better, to do better. And hence, we always call it that critical. Criticism is never negative. Yeah. It's always positive, always. But it's it's that mindset that you need. Yes, sir. So, uh, like you have been, uh, you are an inter- entrepreneur yourself and a design expert, and you have various projects, and they are, must be different from each other. So, how do you strategize yourself? Because most of us get wrong with the strategizing our projects, and we end up ruining our outcomes only. Should I say the serious answer or the funny answer? The funny answer or the or the answer that I should zip up is basically that I take a vacation in between. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you can't do that, but. I feel it's just the idea that each project is different is is something that we we put in our heads. Technically, if you look at that baseline, pretty much they are the same. They just travel from one to the other. Yes. But you can, the good thing is just to take a little time off, even if it's a, an hour, if it's a stroll in the garden or it's just a walk or talking to somebody, just take that little time off before you initiate another one. The balance is very key over here, I feel. And I think that's why we get we procrastinate a lot and then we miss out on the balance and then we are like, oh shit, I've lost this time on this one, now I need to jump on the other one. Yes. And that's where we lose it. And that's that's about it. Meaning it sounds simple, but uh, I think it comes with experience also. Yeah. Over a period of time. Yes. I was pretty much like you when I was in school, in college. Trust me, all over the place. So risk factor is important for a design student, especially when we are in colleges. So... Our professors, our faculty definitely says that this is the time we have to take risks. So as a student, I plan something else and end up playing very safe with my projects. So how do I initiate myself or any design student can initiate themselves from taking risks without fearing the fact that they have probably have an unpleasant experience with the past projects or they can fail in a project particular. I don't think anybody fails in a project, meaning an academic system is a separate story, but you can't fail in a project, right? Yes. You might not do that great. You'll do better in another one. That's how it works. The idea when one sees take risks uh, with your project is, and especially to students, is 
there are two things in a, in a trajectory in an academic trajectory is that one is that students are trying to find their voice yes sir are trying to find a certain style or variant styles that they can work with when we say push when we push to take risks is essentially we are pushing you to push your boundaries of that and explore a little bit more that's about it it doesn't really mean risks in the literal financial sense or it does not mean risk in the fact that you invest that much money and because what are the consequences at the end of the day you are in a safe space you know that you are in a safe environment even if you take a risk you plunge into something you go wrong all right you have the time you have the bandwidth you have people around you who are going to help you and pull you back into this right yes sir and if you go through that trajectory i'm sorry if you go through that trajectory is when you get out in the industry you are more aware of what your strengths are and more importantly what your weaknesses are yes that's it so the next question i would really like to ask is like i'm a person who's very nervous with things i'm probably speaking in so front- am i secret <laughs> <laughs> i'm probably speaking in front of the camera but during any conversations or communicating when it comes to communicating my ideas i'm very bad at it mm-hmm. so how to develop that confidence in myself when i'm communicating my ideas probably in an interview or in future in the industry when i have to present my ideas to someone how to get rid of that stage fear there is no formula to that no unfortunately neither is there a pill i think uh there are multiple ways in which one does it how i do it is i am prepared fully prepared and i'm prepared for the worst yes sir like what could be the worst consequence be if i go wrong on stage for example mm. of couple of people are going to laugh or uh, they're going to think that he doesn't know his shit or whatever uh to be all right and in awareness of that consequence automatically brings a certain sense of confidence in you right most of the times we falter because we are seeing the worst in ourselves but we are also seeing worst in people which is not the case no we are overthinking the best way is to be confident about the work you are about to present your arguments why you've done what you've done the minute you are in that zone i'm saying confident not overconfident the minute you're confident about what you're doing and why you're doing there's no harm in talking about it no you're talking to a friend you might as well talk about it in front of your jury it's it's it works in that format but it's uh it's also a good thing i think sometimes having a little bit of stage fear keeps you in check that's true yep. i need that thing very much <laughs> keeps you in check yeah so so then probably one question would be in another 6 months or one year most of us would be in the industry itself so what would be the skills or what would be the personal developments that we need to focus on ourselves as a student currently so that we learn to manage your time <laughs> i need that <laughs> i think everybody needs that we take things very lightly while we are in college obviously why not we are in a place where we want to we want to do multiple things we want to have fun also with friends we want to live the college life and especially you are in a creative uh, field so it's like even more you know because the world is expecting you to have fun there's nothing like industry ready to be very honest but the only thing is to be able that there are a few basics like you should be able to be ready to explore and expand your horizons or uh, to be able to be adaptive to what is coming your way what is being told to you be a good listener and be a good observer that's it the rest skills tools all of that you're learning in college anyway it's the application of those skills and tools that is important right so that will happen you will get to it and fingers crossed i think uh, hopefully all of you all will get great employers guides mentors to take it easy and take it a little slow but you'll get there 
So one question that will be my personal question to you is that how do you basically develop a concept on any idea? Like how do you start with it? You speculate. You think what, where it can reach and then come back slowly and steadily. Going in front and then... Yeah, go, go as far as it can go. Why not? Who's asking you? You're not doing it, right? It's in thought. But at least in thought you can reach as far as you can. And then you slowly and steadily start. So it's a deductive principle also. It's a deductive theory. But that is one way to look at it. How do you conceptualize it? Go wild. What about if we think something and we are not able to do it? Sometimes it happens like as a student also. Think something really hyped up. But I do, I'm not able to reach. That's when understanding your strengths and weaknesses are very crucial. But it's it doesn't matter. Your thought is important. You might not be able to do it. Somebody else might be able to execute it. But at the end of the day, it's for the project. It's for the brief. That's about it. In, of course, in college, it's it's important that you do your own work, which we also keep telling all of you all that. Why haven't you illustrated? Why didn't you take it from elsewhere? Why did you take it from elsewhere? But in real life, there is a lot of collaboration that is happening. It's that the kind of responsibilities you shoulder here through a project is not something that is put on you while you're outside in the industry. You have that little bandwidth that you can ask for help. You can seek some experts to come on board and tell you something because there are, there are of course, projects are also of realistic nature. But you learn here, the reason that it is put everything on your shoulders and you have to do everything is so that you learn. It's That's, that's it. And so, how many reviews are important? Like, sometimes it really happens that... What do you mean by how many reviews are important? Like, it happens that as a student, if I go to for a review to any of my faculties and different people have different opinions. You know, the best reviews are going to come from your peers, not your faculty, your friends. They know you in and out. They'll be able to tell you things honestly that your faculty won't be able to. And there is no limitation to the number of reviews. The more you get, the better it is. How you process it is important. So interpretation of reviews is important, not how many you get. How do you interpret it? Judging is important. How do you judge and then how? Which is right? You just put it, you just understand how much is it helping, what is the bandwidth that you can allow yourself to push yourself with the quantum of time that you can provide. Have a realistic purview of the ambition that is in front of you. And then work on the reviews that you can. The rest, keep them for later. Thank you so much, sir. This was really an intriguing session for all of us. You're welcome. I hope it helps. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Let's Talk Shop. To learn more about Chitkara Design School, visit our website at chitkara.edu.in. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep designing. This is Let's Talk Shop, presented by Chitkara Design School, Chandigarh.